0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are
1: listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePetro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program, it's 106. It is Tuesday afternoon. And this portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Now, listen, I'll bet you're hungry right now and you're on 146 or 295, or someone that, listen, swing over. They are open right now, The Lodge, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Look for them also on their website, The Lodge Pub and Eatery. You're going to love. They have a great dining room. I, Admittedly, I love the bar area uh and then they also have um and david has just outdone himself Uh, if 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 you've been to the lodge or maybe just haven't been there in a while here's your assignment and i i know people don't like assignments and i don't like assignments but you you really have to check out the new deck because the lodge puppetry 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln um i i mean i think they have the nicest deck in in northern rhode island i mean it It's just the nicest brand new deck that I've seen. Um, Now, I know someone saying, uh, Juan, do you want to check the temperature? Um, Yeah, I'm aware of that. They're going to have the igloos going. But it's also, if you look at the forecast, it's also going to be, uh, apparently, we're going to have some very mild weather. Now, I I recognize, all right, I'm not Helen Keller here. I I recognize it's not mild right now. Uh, It's actually pretty chilly out. feels like 36. So, just heard the weather forecast but saturday is going to be 60 degrees and then next week the temperature's in the 50s uh it's not good for skiing but it's good for everything else how about saturday 61 degrees yesterday was delightful folks if we can um you know i just i was talking with my son last night if it, i just have this mental thing, if we can make it to january without snow it, it's just such a wind isn't it and I recognize there are some people of I like this stuff. Well, not everybody does. If if this is uh, climate change, <laughs> where suddenly the weather's not that bad up north, I right, you know, I've had people say, "Do you realize that what the, that's going to hurt the ski this, you know, ski business?" Listen, everybody's adapting <laughs> to the new economy, as Helena Folk says, "We need to reimagine our economy, uh, whatever that means." But I, I like that. We need to reimagine our economy, said someone who's not a politician. Um, I, I, listen, all, I, all I'm saying is that we, we need to um, <laughs> just embrace it. Just embrace it. Now, I, I also want to um, mention this. And that is, um, oh, good. I like this. Uh, oh, great. Look at that. Fantastic! Merry Christmas, Chief. I appreciate that. There's our friend Ryan, folks. You know I'm very proud. I can't tell you how much I enjoy. Um, Number one, I get to ad lib. But the uh, the the people that support the program, like my friend Ryan of Ryan's Appliance Repair, I I mean they're just fantastic. And you know, in many ways. a prerequisite for being a supporter of the program is you you have to, like, be a fan of Juan, <laughs> so to speak. I mean, that's the good news. Uh, I remember early on when I decided to just go independent. And and it is amazing. You know, no one even uh, picks up on the fact that uh, if I were not independent, they, they just hand you a list of things that you can't do. I certainly wouldn't be involved with a reward of $100,000. For the gang member that I believe that that shot and killed poor poor Maya, but uh, my 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 point is um, not to go off on a tangent. But you know, they, if I were not an independent, they they never would have let me. Um, there's just there's just no way they would have let me go. Are you kidding me? At protests? I got I got stabbed with the the box cutter for crying out loud, or just. You know, there's so much that you do. But it, here's the thing. It doesn't mean that it's not news. Um, you just get tired of having discussions with people that, that try to tell you what people have an interest in and what's news. I, I feel very confident that I have a good handle on, on, on what makes news and that what people want. Um, that, to me, is, is, is one of the biggest things is just having a, a good feel for that. And it's also, like, comical to me. Well, I don't want to go off on a tangent about down the dial. But, um, you know, they, they, they just have, like, you you have, well, whatever. I don't want to go, go on and on about, you know, people wonder why no one calls Pork Boy. I mean, who, who would want to talk with that fathead, right? Or, or you have someone on the air telling you what's wrong with the country and admittedly, they've they've really never left the New England area except to go to Disney World. Never been to the West Coast. Never been to other states. Never left the country. Is that really perspective? <laughs> um, I I just think that you know you never cover anything, never go anywhere. Um, I, I think you you learn a lot more. At least I get. I'm always interested in, in people that just have a better handle on on things. So, but as I started to mention, um, our friend Ryan, good afternoon to Ryan has this just fantastic family and his dad and, uh, and appliances can, can give away. And, uh, and that's why folks, I always, you know, I, Ryan is just such a good guy and his family. And I always tell people if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan at 401-710-7096 and, um, Oh yeah, that's right. There is a Let's Go Brandon store that's opening that's open in Rhode Island. We're going to do a Facebook live from there, by the way. But Ryan is just such a good guy. Good afternoon, Ryan. I know he's listening. And, uh, and folks, I tell everyone, by the way, I have sent so many people because you know it's one. of – And by the way, it's some pretty high profile people, as a matter of fact. Um, and Ryan is is good about it, and he you know keeps it quiet. But there's there's uh. There's some pretty high profile people that Herbie mentioned on the show. And and the thing with an appliance is my my father-in-law, who's deceased, he he could fix anything. I mean, he he could do electrical. He could do plumbing. He could do he, the, he was just amazing. He could, you know, paint and restore things and do a project like that where I am. That's just not a strength of wand. It is not. So, but uh, but the good news is, so when you have a problem with your appliance, and, it, and it's just, it's like for, it's amazing how a broken appliance just it rattles your day. You know what else, folks? Is it's it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you don't have Wi Fi, how much we become dependent on things. And I know some people say, see, that's the problem. You shouldn't be dependent on Wi Fi. Well, you know, we are dependent on Wi Fi. Um, I'm dependent on a cup of coffee in the morning. I'm not the same if I don't have a cup of coffee in the morning. I get a headache if I don't have a cup of coffee in the morning. Well, you should. Well, no. I mean, I can make it work. So whatever. But anyhow, if you have an appliance that's not working, and I get email from many of you. You know, the son-in-law was supposed to come over and fix whatever it was. Yeah, the son-in-law is going to fix the refrigerator. Well, why, why doesn't he get a job first? Why doesn't he shave Maybe do some laundry, fold some clothes, clean himself up, lose 50 pounds. Then he, we can talk about fixing your refrigerator. But Ryan just has this gift and his crew. I've had some of his people. Um, it started the first time he came over. Ryan's appliance repair was uh, a, a, I, I actually did it. It was the, the dryer in our home. Um, the washing machine worked OK, but the dryer did not. And and I tell the story, I a friend of mine and he said, well, you know, a lot of times those things give out. And I said, you know, it's not that old. He said, well, you know, otherwise, why don't you try to maybe go to, are you thinking to go to Lowe's or Home Depot, try to get some, I'm like, I, I, are you high? Are you already, are you either drinking this early or smoking this early? Because you're obviously on something. I'm going to go to Home Depot and get tools and fix that? Like ISIS has an AK on me. I, I'm, I'm unable to. It's you, you might as well shoot because I, I it doesn't matter whether it's half hour or an hour, I'm, I'm unable to fix it. But I didn't have to because I called Ryan's appliance repair 401 710 7096. Ryan said, Juan, I will handle it. Came over, I saw his van in the driveway. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, and he even has a refrigerator like on a, on a gurney, and he's the doctor. So I did. I dialed 401-710-7096. Now, he didn't want to embarrass me. So he said, okay, I think I know what it is. And I walked with him out to his truck. He got some things, came in. And, you know, we were chatting. So to to be reasonable about it, I'm going to say he fixed it. He probably fixed it in five minutes, but because we were chatting and I walked out with him in the truck, probably it was probably fixed. But my point is, he knew what it was. he fixed the belt on it, and, and we haven't had a problem since. Um, and then we had a problem with the ice machine. And then actually, the, um, there's a thing in our refrigerator with the two doors, and then something broke off and he fixed that. And then uh, the dog, little Rumsfeld would jump up when we'd pull out to put the dishes, washing mach- uh, the dishwasher on the bottom you pull the thing out and then you put it in all your silverware plates and so forth and little rummy would jump on that and i don't know what the hell happened but so then ryan came over and then he fixed that and then um and then one afternoon i went to make i love microwave popcorn and uh i don't know what happened (laughs) and suddenly the microwave wasn't working now that one he had his he brought his dad i met his father george wonderful man um and that one they had to take back to the workshop. But his father fixed it. <laughs> they brought the microwave back. It was huge too. It's heavy, built into the wall above the stove, and they fixed that. And then uh, what else? <laughs> you know, I don't. Here's the good news. Do I know how to repair it? No, no. I so you're telling me you don't know. How, no, I don't. Guilty as charged. Answer is no. Next question. Asked, answered. Your witness. But instead. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I had my friend John Boyle was back visiting, staying with his folks, and he even heard me mention Senior Citizens Discount is available. And both of his parents are in their 90s. Boom. Called them, and uh, Ryan went over and fixed something for them. And then... uh, and Saturday appointments are available, because a lot of people say, well, I'm not home during the week. But anyhow, give them a call, 401-710-7096. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. There is a uh, a store. I got a call. Boom, boom, boom. I got to call him later today, as a matter of fact, um, about there's a Let's Go Brandon store. And I'm going to uh, call them. And I think we're going to do a Facebook Live. So be paying attention to that. And we'll have some uh, info on that. Uh, Or, you know, I mean, a lot of people want that. And that's big right now. And, again, you can, you know, it's a lot easier sometimes to just kind of go in. I still can't. um, Right now it's 118. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So if you haven't seen it, it is a big story in the Providence Journal. About uh, the reward mother of woman killed in Providence grapples with grief social media and anonymous reward and I want to give the reporter credit Mark Reynolds wrote a very fair article talks about how I had them on the program and then we have some very generous donors that stepped forward and then have uh, donated. And, and as we speak, and you can see where there's a $100,000 reward. I want to just be really clear about something. Because for some reason, some people are, are stuck on this. Um, number one, I understand. And I'm going to remove Mark Reynolds from the journal for this. Um, some of the other media, they, they're not really kind of playing up and going with the story. I, I wanna, I, I, I've heard from... T- Members of the media, was that a typo? Is the reward $10,000? It's a $100,000 reward. As I said earlier, when's the last time that was offered? Let me think. Uh, Never. I don't remember a $50,000 reward. $100,000. And I'm going to be brutally candid with everyone that's listening right now at 120 on this Tuesday. A member of the media said, Why are the donors anonymous? Uh, because it's a gangland shooting, this poor girl, unknowingly, in a drive-by shooting, was leaving a house with a friend who resembled a gang member. Who's not a gang member, from what I understand? Totally not. I no, completely not. Ruled out. Not even close. Someone at night from a distance. Who knows? Drugs, drinking. Hey, I think that so-and-so opened fire. Mistaken identity. Continued rolling down the hill. And left poor Maya, 24 years old, who then was pronounced dead at 4 o'clock in the morning at, uh, I believe, Rhode Island Hospital. But my point is, for members of the media, listen, for once in your life, use your brain. This, it's not, it it is dangerous. These people are dangerous. They are. And I I totally get why some of the the very generous anonymous donors that step forward have said, I'm protecting them by keeping them quiet and then not releasing their names for their own safety. For their own safety. Listen, there's a lot of nuts out. These people have already proved they have a weapon and weapon, not afraid to use it. I'm, I'm not going to put someone in harm's way. I don't see what's so hard to understand about that. Um, it, to me, it's very simple. There's people that want to help, but they don't want to put themselves or their family in harm's way. I get that. I totally get that. Again, if you haven't seen it, there's more on the website, depetro.com And don't forget, which is watched by our friend Pat Elston, Caldwell Bank Realty. Pat is one of a kind. Do you know, Pat, listen, it's Christmas time. Maybe you haven't talked to him in a while. Maybe she helped you purchase a piece of property or home, or maybe she helped you sell a piece of property or home. Call her, 401-474-5253, Caldwell Bank Realty. Pat Elston, very memorable. She has a wonderful way about her, buttoned up, uh, over 20 years experience, based in Cumberland. By the way, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And I, she specializes in residential investment property sales, services all over Rhode Island and Massachusetts and Southern Mass. You know, the thing about Pat Elston, 401 I tell the story that someone I know, um, they said, yeah, we, we, they sold their house. And I said, oh, okay. You know, is that a good thing? But they seem a little tentative. He said, well, we, we were just surprised. It, it sold in 27 hours. I said, wow, okay, that's interesting, 27 hours. And they said, yeah, it's a, a brand new uh, real estate person, brand new, one of our first sales that the I guess the wife knew. Now, he didn't say it, the man was telling me, and I didn't want to say anything. But my first reaction, which, folks, right now, I think, at 123 on this Tuesday as you're listening, um, I mean, i I'm not trying to you know i'm 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 not trying to be uh, unkind in any way or be critical but um you know it it all all i would say is it certainly opens up a discussion that perhaps perhaps it was it was maybe priced a little low that's all i'm suggesting is if you sold it in 27 hours, I would argue, I would, one, that, you know, maybe, what if you would put it for, just as an example, 30,000 more, 50,000 more. What if you sold it in, it took 27 days, but you got 30,000 more. Or more. I mean, anyway, my point is after they sold, they realized, wow, they really sold too low. Uh, uh, Would have played it out a little bit longer, but that's that's the benefit of going with an experienced realtor like Pat Elston. Caller 401-474-5253. Now, folks, news of the day. News of the day. Um obviously things are not getting better now in in new york um, in new york right now they are really going to the next level and and i can already see now we're going to we're going to um, talk to him tomorrow but dan mcgowan of the boston globe he has a piece out today i believe where he is calling for he thinks that Governor McKee should institute the mask mandate again. Now, I'm going to, I believe we're going to have Dan McGowan on the program tomorrow. Um, they, um, I, I think that would be a mistake, and I'm going to, I think business people need to fight back on that. Um, I, 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 it's not fear. To me, that you put Rhode Island businesses and restaurants and stores that you put them in that type of position, where then you have to enforce that. Um, you know, listen, it's not comfortable when people would go into a restaurant, someone gets up to use the restroom, and then the waiter or the waitress or whoever the hostess has to go over and say, "I'm sorry, you need to put your mask on." That that restaurants are there to be welcoming to people. Restaurants are there for, you know, people like the fact they go in somewhere and the, you know, maybe they get to know the servers. I know a lot of uh, waiters and waitresses. I know some waiters that they have. There's a uh, waiter that I know and he works like every Wednesday night. He's got regulars that come in every wednesday night and that goes on different places or how about the person that sits at the bar and say says hello to the bartender and the bartender immediately is reaching for the bar or the drink that the person makes kind of like a cheers feel people like that so but our friend dan mcgowan of the boston globe writes yes rhode island needs another mask mandate he writes um the big rivalry game between pcuri had several things in common: performance of Hamilton, secondary plays more impressive than the big stage, uh, good increase in traffic in downtown. And there was one glaring difference: thirteen thousand or so fans that packed the Dunk and three thousand at the p No mask or vaccine mandate to watch college basketball, but you can't go into the P-Pac without a mask or proof of vaccination. Or recent negative tests. So he writes it's time for Governor McKee to change that policy. Rhode Island posting back-to-back days. of More than 1,000 positive COVID tests. Uh, McKee should consider an indoor mask mandate. For at least the rest of the year. And likely through the winter. To try to curb community spread. And yeah, McKee's taking a wait-and-see approach. How many political rivals will push that approach? Uh, hours after Magaziner called for an indoor mask mandate. The key spokeswoman, Lexi Chris, who used to work for Pork Boys, said the governor continues to evaluate the data. So they're closely monitoring the situation. All those points are right, yet they still aren't enough. Dr. Megan Rainey, emergency room doctor, public health professional at Brown, said there are factors that can't be ignored. Hospital system is stressed to the max, not because it's being inundated with new patients, but, quote, we don't have the capacity to take care of non COVID emergency. The numbers back up Dr. Rainey's concerns. Um, Monday, six hospitals were 100% occupancy. ICU beds, according to the data. Kent Hospital had 10 staffed ICU beds, 10 patients in them. Occupancy rate for staffed are lower, but they're consistently above that. Also said Rhode Island should be proud of high vaccination rate, but the vast majority of people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated. So when I asked, he writes, I asked her about the new mask mandate. She stopped short of calling on the governor to take action. She explained she would encourage Rhode Islanders to use the COVID test and continue to get vaccinated and boosted. He writes, McKee's right to tout that most vaccinated state in the country. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm sure he loves Rhode Islanders at least two college teams. Legitimate chance to make the NCAA tournament. Mask mandate takes nothing away from those accomplishments. Um numbers have tripled in a month so he says it's time for the mass mandate now but my my question of that and i'll bring it up with him i think we are going to talk to him tomorrow uh is more along the lines of listen if if you are vaccinated if you're vaccinated um if you're vaccinated then then you, you don't worry about that. It, it it becomes the people that are saying, I, I refuse to be vaccinated. They're the ones that have the problem. And I, I fully understand about filling up the hospitals because it's all about filling up the hospitals. It begins and ends about the hospitals, right? That's what... Right now, folks, good afternoon at 1.30. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It's all about the hospitals. Someone has a heart attack. Someone has a stroke. Someone has something wrong with their kidney. They have to go to the emergency room. And you can't have the emergency rooms filled that can't take care of people. And that's, that's it's, it's all about that. So, um, so I am, I totally get that, but I, I just, I don't see this business that you have to, because if, if you're going to go to the mask mandate, th- there's a big, th- there's just, there's other things that come into play with that. And, and from what I understand, that when, um, when the PPAC announced that they were going to have this vaccination, and you have to that, they, I think they got one phone call. That's what I was told. One call from a season ticket holder saying that uh, just one phone call from a season ticket holder where they said cancel my tickets i think that's it so if that's the case then that's why they're able to go forward with that i think if pc announced that it would be different i if your uri the ryan center you need people in those seats you you don't want to announce that you don't want to announce that and new york going with this (sighs) new york going with that that that's that's really strict, and that's hurting businesses. That is really hurting business if you start to enforce the way uh, New York City and that mayor. But that's why he's leaving, by the way. That is also why he is leaving, and he's not going to have to even be there to deal with it. I, I'm i going to say what I back up what I said yesterday, which is I believe that the new mayor of New York City is, is going to do away with this whole thing that all businesses private business now that all businesses must all of your workers have to be vaccinated I, I just don't I don't think that's going to hold up I don't think that's going to hold up I don't I think they're going to really push it I want to go to um, the Jesse Smollett trial that's uh, happening uh, again in the CBS report on that. But, folks, I also want to remind you, this portion of the program at one thirty three on this Tuesday is brought by Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. It's brother, brother Roland, 401-688-0517. Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Call for an estimate, whether it's a roll-off dumpster or weekly trash collection services. Do you have... Unwanted belongings, clean out some of your home, garage, attic, basement, call Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. They deliver a dumpster to your driveway. Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Let me get to, um. this is the CBS report this morning on the uh, Jesse Smollett trial. I want to play this. This
2: morning at his criminal trial in Chicago, the former Empire actor is charged with six felony counts of disorderly conduct. He's accused of filing a false police report claiming he was the victim of a hate crime attack in 2019. Charlie DeMar is outside Chicago's Cook County Courthouse.
0: Charlie, good morning. Vlad, good morning. So far, Jesse Smollett has spent about six hours on the stand. For one of those hours, Smollett was questioned by prosecutors about why he didn't cooperate with certain parts of the investigation. Smollett also denies claims made by the Osindaro brothers who testified last week that they were paid to carry out the attack. Now, legal experts, they are torn on whether or not the defense made the right move on putting Smollett on the stand. Jesse Smollett is trying to convince jurors he did not stage a violent hate crime on himself. On the stand, Smollett, who was black and gay, said that he and Abel Osindaro were friends. He said they did drugs together and had a sexual relation. You ready to tell your truth? I'm ready to do what I gotta do. Yeah, yeah. So the truth, not my truth. In court, Osendaro told the jury that Smollett wrote him a check for $3,500 for a workout program and for helping to stage the attack. Smollett denied that claim, testifying that the check was for nutrition and training advice. When describing the attack, Smollett said, It felt like someone massive coming up to me, not enough time to think. When asked why he didn't notify police, Smollett said, I'm a black man in America. I don't trust police. Police Police entered Smollett's downtown apartment on the night of the attack in response to a 911 call from someone who said they worked for the actor. Smollett is seen on police body camera video in a red and white sweater with the rope around his neck. Brothers Abel and Ola Osendaro were initially identified as the attackers and arrested. Smollett was also arrested, and within weeks, he was charged with staging the crime. But the charges were dropped by state's attorney Kim Fox. A special prosecutor, later assigned to the case, charged Smollett with six counts of felony disorderly conduct for staging and lying to police about the attack. Smollett telling the jury there was no hoax. It is a terribly high risk for Justice Smollett to take the witness stand. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Cleman says that Smollett created an unnecessary burden of proof by testifying in his own defense. What happens psychologically is the jury forgets about the prosecution witnesses. And when they go out, what they assess is do they believe Justice Smollett or don't they? No. And today, prosecutors will finish cross-examining Smollett. This case could be in the jury's hands as soon as tonight. Now, Smollett has pleaded not guilty to six counts. And if convicted, he could serve up to three years in prison. Wow.
1: Charlie, thank you. Holy cow. How about that? Now, listen. All right. So he got up, but they're going to go back and they're going to cross-examine him. They're going to absolutely cross-examine him. Now I want to also. It, what's going to be more important is when he's actually when he's on the stand and then he's being cross-examined. You know, I don't know what to make of this this stuff about him, and it almost sounds like he's trying to create this confusion. Uh, I don't know what else you want to call it, like a love triangle or something, but it it just it it just doesn't stand a reason. I, I I don't I don't believe that. I, I'm not buying. You know, come on, we we know what happened. We know what happened. He may He's just trying to weasel a lot of it. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to my competition shooting supplies. Call them today. Stop in and see John Francis or call him 401-727-1716, 435 the street, Pawtucket, firearms, ammunition. Also, look for him on Facebook. Now, remember, a gift certificate for the firearm enthusiast in your life. That makes a great gift. And uh, if you right now, right now, As a matter of fact, right now, if you have at 138 on this Tuesday, if you have maybe some firearms and you would like to sell them in order to get some some money for the for the holidays, then bring them into John Francis at competition shooting supplies, because um, number one. He'll buy them off you. And number two, you can either sell them on consignment through him or sell them right to him. Competition, shooting supplies, stop in and see John Francis. All right, I want to hear the Today Show version of the Jussie Smollett trial. Again, uh, this guy to me is just a total fraud. I want to hear how it played on the Today Show.
2: Jesse Smollett is expected back on the witness stand today as his closely watched trial continues. The former Empire star is accused of staging an attack on himself back in 2019 and then lying about it to police and this is ron allen is in chicago with the latest ron good morning to you sir good morning craig both sides have given conflicting accounts of what they say happened that day smollett continues to insist that he was the victim of a very real hate crime and prosecutors continue to say that he staged the episode and lied to police about it on the witness stand on monday smollett under oath finally gave his account of what he says happened Jussie Smollett taking the stand in his own defense, testifying there was no hoax, and pushing back against prosecutors who say he staged a 2019 attack to look like a hate crime to get publicity, and then lied to police about it. Smollett, who was black and openly gay, told Chicago police he was attacked by two masked men, saying they used racist and homophobic slurs, poured a chemical substance on him, and put a noose around his neck, which he was seen wearing in this police body camera video. Do you want to take it off or anything? On the stand, Smollett said it felt like something out of Looney Tunes Adventures, someone that just felt massive, just coming up to me, not enough time to even think. Telling a very different story, the Osandaro brothers, aspiring actors and associates of Smollett, who say Smollett paid them $3,500 and orchestrated the attack himself. Abimbola Osandaro testified Smollett said he wanted me to beat him up. On the stand Monday, Smolet insisting he wrote his friend, a personal trainer, a check for nutrition and workout advice, and nothing else. Smollett also testified that he and Abimbola did drugs and engaged in sexual activity together, which Asadaro said he does not recall. Police have images from dozens of security, traffic, and body cameras, including video allegedly showing the brothers buying supplies for the attack with money they say Smollett gave them. Smollett has repeatedly denied staging the attack himself. Has pleaded not guilty to
0: six disorderly conduct charges. This is a case that will come down to the ability and skill of the prosecutor to cross-examine him and then sum up all his inconsistencies. Under
2: cross-examination so far, prosecutors questioned why Smollett refused to cooperate with investigators and did not turn over cell phone or medical records if he was truly a victim of a crime. Smollett saying he was concerned about his privacy. He deserves his day in
0: court first. And I can't reiterate enough how badly he was convicted in a court of public opinion. We are innocent until proven guilty.
2: Cross-examination is expected to continue this morning, and Smollett is expected to be the final witness, which means we can have closing statements today. and The jury can get the case shortly thereafter. If convicted, Smollett faces up to three years in prison, but many legal observers doubt he would go to prison because he has a clean record and no one was seriously injured in the attack. Craig, Ron Allen,
0: there Chicago. You know,
1: folks, again, what what is uh, good news about this, and good afternoon on this uh, sunny Tuesday, at least we have a nice sunny blue sky. You're listening to the John DePetro show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePetro.com. I also want to remind you we have some great items, great gift items. That's right, in the shop on the website, DePetro.com. Log on to the website, you'll see the shop. You go in, and we will guarantee they will get there before Christmas Day. Before Christmas Day. Actually, before Christmas Eve. But you make sure to take advantage of that. This portion of the show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, the thing about J.K.L., they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You can call J.K.L. Engineering right now. If you're having a problem with your heating system, call J.K.L., 401-351-7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, it's J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. So whether you're listing in North Smithfield, or Rentham or be- uh, Bellingham or Franklin or Johnston or Lincoln, call J.K.L., 401-351-7600. Oil is going to be expensive this winter. Call J.K.L. They can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it is 1. It's one its 144 You're listening to the John DiPietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a.m. 1380 and 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, Petro.com. Now, Wall Street Journal has an uh, editorial. Bill de Blasio's parting insult mandates vaccines for all workers in one last swipe at New York. Mayor Bill de Blasio, Wall Street Journal, has done enormous damage to New York City over his eight years in office. Most New Yorkers will be elated to see him leave December 31st, New Year's Eve. True to form, however, on Monday he announced announced one more progressive parting gift. Coercive, counterproductive COVID vaccine mandate. The mayor is requiring all private workers in the city be vaccinated by December 27th. She calls a preemptive strike against a virus surge this winter. The mandate is a strike against the city, not the virus. It will yield diminishing public health benefits. While it may harder for the city to recover economically from his and former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's destructive lockdowns. De Blasio has already required vaccines for city government workers, teachers and anyone who wants to eat in a restaurant, use a gym or see a show in the city. This has harmed small businesses and tourism. Yet apparently these mandates aren't cohesive enough or his honor. So now he's giving the unvaccinated an ultimatum. Get one shot by December 27th. Leave the city or stay unemployed. Way to kick businesses when they're down. New York City has a 9.4% unemployment rate in October. But businesses say they still can't find enough workers, especially in the hospitality trade. The mandate will make it even harder since most of the cities unvaccinated are lower income. State data shows 95% of adults in Manhattan, 87% in the Bronx, and 84% in Brooklyn have received one dose. Many more have natural immunity from prior infection. Hospitalizations are increasing mostly upstate, where the rates are lower, fewer people have natural immunity. While vaccines are protective against severe illness, they don't prevent infection or transmission. Unvaccinated workers are mainly a threat to themselves. De Blasio mandates threaten small business struggling under the city's tax burden and expensive labor regulations. So Catherine White, CEO of Partnership for New York, businesses were blindsided by the mayor's announcement. No forewarning, no discussion, no idea whether it's legal or who he expects to enforce it. He should run for governor Rhode Island. The mandate, the first nationwide, it was no nasty, needless infringement on liberty. There's also this contradiction. De Blasio wants to punish... Law-abiding workers who have done nothing wrong while his anti-police policies have encouraged a surge of violent crime and made major public areas of the city dangerous again. (laughs) Guidance on how businesses are supposed to enforce the mandate penalties was supposedly come on December 15th. It will take effect on December 27th, four days before Eric Adams takes office and we hope scrape the mandate The city can't get rid of de Blasio soon enough. Folks, that is the problem. That is the problem when you have someone like this jerk as the mayor. And he shouldn't be the mayor. Much like, you know, I'll go a step farther. Friday night, you know, Providence is trying to recover from the riots. And from all the Black Lives Matter protests and all the unrests. And everything else. So there finally they had Friday night was the tree lighting at City Hall, Providence City Hall outside. And then you also had um, Saturday was URI PC at the Dunkin Donuts Center. And then Hamilton is in town playing at the pack. Downtown has not been this alive since uh, before the pandemic. Since um, before the pandemic. And Mayor Alorza, not that anyone missed him, blows off, blows off the tree lighting ceremony. You know why? See, because, because he's a, he's a failed progressive politician, really an activist, certainly not a leader. But that guy, he has another year in office, the mayor of Providence, and already completely checked out, completely checked out. Uh, I'll say this about the former mayor, Buddy Cianci. Is there anyone right now at 149 on this Tuesday that can hear my voice? It's the John DePietro show on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Or you can uh, listen online at the website depietro.com. Is there anyone that is listening that thinks that The former mayor of Providence, Buddy Cianci, would have missed missed a tree lighting ceremony at City Hall instead of trying to welcome people back and be festive and the city's alive. And, you know, I don't know about shopping in the city, but come into the city and go to a show or go to a game and go out to dinner and boom, boom, boom. Something like that? Of course not. The guy is just tone deaf. Now, I'm also seeing... Uh, NBC 10 has potential first widespread smoo- snow moves in Wednesday for southern New England. Tuesdays, the calm before the storm. Dry skies, partly sky, better than a um, chilly calm. First potential widespread snowfall develops for Wednesday. Uh, initial forecast model suggested plowable snow. Oh boy. Lower totals for Wednesday evening. I didn't, I didn't know we were getting any snow. Uh, the closer the area low pressure, Of Nantucket Island, the more snowfall Southern New England will see. So much of our model guidance used for forecast approaching. When will it start? Uh, It should start as rain or mix before noontime. This is tomorrow now. Then columns of air come in. Uh, Snow develops closer to late afternoon. Oh, my God. It still leaves out there. There'll be some mixing and rain. Uh, Coastline see flakes develop late evening hours. Should see some sticking at the end. Snow is likely to melt right into the pavement. Warmer surfaces may see one to two inches once everything is cold enough through the, um, through the night. I expect a slow evening commute on Wednesday. Snow will be able to pick, be able to stick to the ground as temperature drops after sunset. How much are we expecting? They're saying maybe an inch or two. Some exceptions along the close, uh, coastline. So, again, um, the good news is it's going to start to warm up and all this is going to go away. But the bad news is it does look like we're going to get uh, a little bit of of snow, which certainly doesn't look good with the leaves. But even the people that go around and pick up leaves are having a hard time finding people to um, to work for them. So where are all these people that are not working? This high unemployment. Uh, you know, and I don't know the answer to that, but they're not out there. That's for sure. I'll tell you who is out there are criminals, and that's why you need to visit Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Sarai Shop, tactical gear, military supplies, body armor, bulletproof vest, pepper spray. This is, but hey, listen, when you're going to go into the dangerous areas, you got to be prepared. Stop it. they have a great Facebook page. Tanya and Frank. One mile from Garden City, this unique store, people drive in from Massachusetts, Connecticut to shop there. Surplus provisions, quality, tactical gear, survival gear. Stop in and see them. That store is like no other. Um, and they're right there. You can find them on Facebook. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Folks, just also a reminder, by the way, that with the snow coming, people start to forget how to drive in the snow. And if this happens to you when someone hits your vehicle, call West Fountain Autobody, 401 272 3340. 272 3340, West Fountain Autobody. They're going to work for you. They'll repair your vehicle. If someone hits your vehicle, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Autobody today. Call them today at 272 272- 3340 272 3340 West Fountain Auto Body Folks good afternoon It's John DePietro On this Tuesday Again uh, I want to reiterate That was just a phenomenal um, Really Just fantastic um, Win last night By the New England Patriots And it is uh really really just terrific i mean that that was a big time win, and I'm very happy for coach Bill Belichick and just this this is a real team. I'm telling you right now that i I think this team could go to the super Bowl i think and I watch a lot of football yeah. um I think the Patriots right now first of all the the best defense in the n f l and The offense, for them to win the game when they couldn't even pass last night, is is just nothing short of remarkable. Buffalo is good. Buffalo is good. So what is Buffalo saying afterwards? They had one big run. God, I hate that type of attitude. The Patriots' message was clear. We're the favorites in the AFC. And they are. Bill Belichick joked how the Patriots can approach the late season rematch against the Bills um let's see patriot Bill manning cast takeaway even Pete manning can't get permission to talk to mac jones i didn't know about that uh but i want to get to so the buffalo bills boy talk about like a losing attitude that's like the team that loses in the locker room they say that we still think we're the better team i hate teams people like that uh mac jones there's three passes fewest in a game Fewest by a winning team since 1974. Fewest in franchise history. Buffalo reporter shared... Um, he asked the safeties if the two were embarrassed by the fact. It's more than 40 years since the team has won in that manner. And the Patriots did. They gestured in disbelief. What kind of question is that? When the reporter held his ground waiting for an answer, he scoffed and lowered his head in his hands. He rolled his eyes, shook head, aside before delivering an answer. I think we gave up seven points. 14 when he confirmed it was 14 he reluctantly continued we made stops we had to they had one big run I mean they got good backs they keep coming back to a couple of runs I mean I don't know how you want us to answer that question (laughs) as the peer left one more thing to say it's all about respect I come here every single week I answer questions I appreciate don't don't do that wow so they were really upset by that let me see if we have sound on this. I think we have sound on this. Let me hear this. I mean, what kind Boy, of what are we doing, bro?
2: What kind of question is that? The
0: nation's going to be
1: criticizing you of calling
0: us. I think we get our
2: Seven points? Yeah, 14. Uh, 14, to, 14 to 10. Is that the final score? We made stops when we had to. They had one big run. I mean they got good backs. They uh, all right. Um, they kept coming back to a couple of runs. I mean, I don't know how you want us to answer that question. That's funny. Well I'll, remember the world remember that.
1: I'll remember that. Wow. They'll <laughs> remember that. They're pretty intimidating. Wow. Hey, uh, you know what people don't realize, folks? And again, good afternoon at 157. As someone that's covered pro team, and I've, I covered the Patriots for years, used to go up to Gillette every week, been in the locker room. I've been to Super Bowls. I've interviewed them on Radio Row at Super Bowls. I've been at Press Day at Super Bowls. What what a lot of reporters and sometimes people don't get is when, when you see them and they're all in their uniforms and everything else, um, that's one thing. But in order to be that size and you have to take someone down in person they are very very intimidating I one time interviewed Rodney Harrison uh, at the Super Bowl in Arizona and it was media day and if you take him out of the Patriot uniform and just put him you know let's just say you're in a restaurant or a club he's a was a really intimidating guy really intimidating guy so (laughs) those guys looked the sound i just played they they looked like they were going to clobber the reporter. they really did And, and i don't i don't know who was asking that question i mean that was a tough game all the way around So, but, um, so apparently I didn't know. So Peyton Manning, they're trying to get Mac Jones and he, he, he won't go on with them, but he doesn't need to. He was very respectful. He said, Peyton, I want to do it, but you call our PR director, Stacey James. He oversees everything. No problem. I called him. He was very professional. I'm talking can I talk to Mac, uh, Bill Tentrum man, I got to tell you, appreciate how they are handling, trying to protect him. So he got yeah, I got denied. He's the first quarterback I haven't talked to. Both Manning seems amused and uh, disappointed by the lack of passing. You know, I tried to watch that Manning cast last night, and when I flipped to it, they had David Letterman on, and it, it just wasn't working for me. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1.59, so now there is some snow in the forecast for tomorrow. Coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, and then you will hear the weather forecast. It's John DePietro. Now, we will be doing a Facebook Live later. In the meantime, though, stay tuned, get an update, the 2 o'clock news. Again, that was a huge Patriot win. Please visit the website, dipetro.com. Buy an item in the shop. All right, we're back tomorrow on the radio at 11, Facebook Live tonight. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. Sounds like there's some snow coming. WNRI, socket.